Hello, hello, and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I feel very honored to have Dr. Kirpal Singh with me today again from Florida, beautiful, sunny Florida. We will be talking about the importance of practicing gratitude and the importance of sharing with other people, sharing whenever we learn a lesson, whenever we feel like we are growing or we learned something important, a life lesson. It is really important to share with other people to yeah help them grow as well and to help them find their own path. It is not so much to tell people what to do. It is about you sharing your experience and people being able to apply these tools, these lessons in their life. Thank you so much for making the time here today, Dr. Singh. And yeah, I'm excited to hear what you have to share about this topic with us. Well, Aurora, thank you for inviting me to the program. Greeting to you and all the audience who may be uh, listening to this program. Uh, you know, I, uh, as you know from my last name, Singh, Singh means loin and literally. And I grew up in Punjab, north part of India. And I come, my background is that I grew up in a um, uh, simple household with my parents and um, my siblings. And we practiced what the call, faith calls Sikh religion, Sikhism, which is based on the teachings of uh, Guru Nanak. Guru Nanak, like, is founder of, uh, uh, I mean, Guru Nanak, the timeline goes like when Columbus discovered America and when Martin Luther in Germany uh, started the Protestant movement. So that's the kind of timeline I, uh, in which I grew up. Uh, Guru Nanak was born and I grew up with that kind of uh, understanding. So in, a, in our neighborhood, all kinds of people lived who were different religion, different castes. And uh, so much so, we were living near an airbase and where people came were stationed from all parts of India. You know, far-flung areas like uh, uh, Bengal, Calcutta, which is about 4,000 miles away from where I lived. And way down and close to Sri Lanka, the people from there, Bombay and all sorts of things. My mother used to help them all because we rented rooms. And my mother used to help them, their wives, the mothers, them, because they were so much far away from their families. And my mother used to remind me whenever I get a little anxious and angry that, you know, our uh, breakfast is late or our lunch is late and we are late for the supper again, mom. And she'll say, son, so-and-so needed help. So it's important that we help because they are so far away from the families. And you know, we can only be good Sikhs if we follow the teachings of Guru Nanak, who 
taught us that always live your life in gratitude. And that gratitude then sort of wells up the state of exalted spirit in you. And that exalted spirit then you use toward the welfare of the humanity. So only this is an opportunity for us to practice what we talk about during the day or say in our prayers. So don't get anxious. I will be there and we will. you will have your food. And, um, you know, these people, when I grew older, they used to write to my mother from far-flung parts of India and saying how thankful they are, how difficult situation for them it was. And uh, some of them even will come back and visit with my uh, parents, uh, which was quite a unique situation. I didn't quite realize as a child that. But another thing my mother used to say, you know how these people are far away from the families? Who knows one day you may be far away from your family. Who's going to help? I'm not going to be there. There'll be somebody like me who may come and aid you to help in your difficult situations. You know, Aurora, it was so true when I moved from my home to my medical college, from there to other places, then to England for five years there, and then in the United States since 1971 for the last 50 years almost. Uh, I always had somebody helping me, one way or another. And it always reminded my mother how important it is to live a life of gratitude. How important it is. It kind of revolves around. So someone has to start practicing it. Along with gratitude, forgiveness. Don't hold grudge against anyone. If someone said something uh, inappropriately and caused you bad feelings, just let it go. Because after all, the, our maker, you know, as we are taught, is not just only made us, he made the whole world, whole creation. And the maker is present in every aspect of our life. So even if someone is angry, just say, is a lesson to learn from this situation. You don't have to get into confrontation, bypass it, or forgive and move on in your life. You know, those were so good lessons. So good lesson didn't look like very good when I was a child. But as I grew older, had my own children, had my own practice, and interacted in different countries and different people, I thought my mother, having gone to only five grades of education, she was a PhD in communication or more than that. And how her vision was and how her vision she directly got from her spiritual upbringing, from the teachings of Grunani, who taught us that, you know, remain in gratitude always. This will exalt your spirits and then and use that exalted energy in the service of humanity. Mm. And that's what life is all about. Yes. And it is Thank you. it's an universal language, right? You can see yes. a person is grateful and appreciative. You don't have to speak the same language. You will feel it. And those people are usually the people who receive the most as well. You you wanna support someone who is gonna be appreciative of your work. And um, it's just an, yeah, very 
incredible um, thing to learn as a child already and then to apply it in your youth and uh, during adulthood. Um, do you practice, like consciously practice gratitude on a daily? Let's say, do you have a routine in the morning or maybe in the evening where you sit down and, um, yeah, practice gratitude? Well, interesting. That's a good question. The way I start my morning is I get up, thank God for the good day that I slept well. And uh, I thank him for all the health, good health he has given, family around me, the opportunity to learn, be educated and serve humanity. And I thank him for that by remembering him in my meditation. And I spend about half an hour on that. Mm. And then I follow with, a. we have, you know, central place in Sikhism is called uh, uh, Golden Temple Amritsar in India. They issue a guidance from there every day hmm, uh, for us to live life. You know, and I read that. And then I reflect upon that. That what is the guidance that comes? And most of the time it is to reinforce the spirit of gratitude, reinforce the spirit of first love. It is to reinforce, forgive, and create goodwill, and be always grateful for whatever gifts you have, and to continue to share with them, with each and every one comes in your way. Mm. And do not be arrogant. And always remember, your maker is all in all, master of all. And you do in your maker's name all these things, not in my name or someone else's name. And the maker is maker of each and everything around us. Mm -hmm. And so this is our way of being grateful and serving on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I don't plan serving in any particular way, but it is a part of my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have one more question regarding gratitude before we dive into um, sharing uh, life lessons with other people. What would you recommend, like when you are in deep misery, when you are in deep pain, um, money issues, or like the weather is really affecting the crop of a lot of um, agriculture people here in Canada right now, like when you are in deep distress, can you still practice gratitude or is there something better? Like, can you, I know some people say, oh, be grateful for the lesson you will be learning during those stressful times. But I feel when you are in deep stress, it is very tough to think about gratitude. Can you share your thoughts on that? That's a wonderful question. Uh, that's another thing about which we get the, this guidance and uh, the scripture we follow is called Guru Granth Sahib. And it is full of those things. One of the hymns comes like this. Oh God, save this burning world, whichever way it is possible. We are all your children. We need such and such things, but you are the one who knows what is best for us. So please grant our request. And uh, uh, if that is in accordance with your divine will and the part of the divine play. And help us to understand and go through all these uh, situations. 
uh, with courage, even if you know situation doesn't appear uh, that great right now. But help us to keep you in our mind all the time, and remember overall and in the long run, you have good in your mind for all the creation, including myself and my family. So this is how I approach the situation. That's how we were taught as my mother and father to do that. And that's what I found it in a practical way. Like uh, one time, and this is many, many years ago, I accidentally ran into the St. Francis prayer where he says, God, God make me an instrument of peace, which is really the whole prayer is about gratitude. Instead of saying me, 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 and I, 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 what can you do for other people, no matter what the situation may be? Then there's a, and there's always something. Like in my particular case, I am a physician and I have written prescription. That's my skill. Diagnose and uh, write prescription. I've done the free of charge numerous times. And uh, I, I, I feel grateful that I'm able to do so, uh, and help someone who's not able to do that. And also remind me, you know, you don't owe any, anything for me. So don't worry that you uh, need to pay me anything about that. Just do some good some somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that our uh, uh, sense of gratitude spreads around and helps each other. We are all parts of the same creation. Mm -hmm. We are all branches of the same tree. We just need to cooperate and appreciate each other. Mm, this is such a beautiful lesson I'm learning here. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on that. And then when it comes to lessons that we learn in life, uh, enlightening moments, um, I feel sometimes people tend to not share with people. They think, okay, I learned my lesson. I was in this specific situation and I'm feeling better now. Um, they might share with close friends, but they don't tend to share too much with, with strangers or with acquaintances. Um, can we talk about the importance of sharing life lessons um, with other people? I think it is very important to do that. You know, just like I told you the example for my mother, how she did. Hmm? Uh, and uh, I, I taught those kind of things uh, with my uh, my children and grandchildren. And even in my practice, I've shared with people about those things. You know, people say that I lack this, I, I don't have that, and, you know, blame others for their problems. Mm. No, we don't need to blame anyone. We need to learn to improvise things. Like, for example, uh, growing up, I was a hyperactive child. You know, my mother, the way she dealt with my situation was... Uh, she will um, use ash. You know, in India, we make uh, fire with, from the wood and then use that ash. This is talking about 70 years ago when I was a, uh, a little kid. She will have half the ash spread on the floor and the other half she will use to scrub the utensils, you know, in which we are eaten. We didn't have soap, and soap at that time. Uh, so uh, she'll... On that, she's write the alphabet. And then she'll just tell me with my finger to trace that. This is how I learned my alphabet, on that ash. And on that ash, I learned how to do one, two, three numbers. On that ash, she taught me how to add, multiply, divide, and all those things. 
We didn't have a slate. We didn't have any papers, anything. Just on the ash, with my mother's help, I learned all that, all that elementary education. And on that, she taught me. One, I, I, she, she used to have one old book, book from which I read. She taught me how to read our prayer books and all. Everything, you know, I learned at home from my mother while she was working. And this is how she engaged my attention. Mm-hmm. So where there is a will, there is a way. Yeah. And like the say, necessity is the mother of invention. So we should not keep blaming others, but we should look at the resources like that thirsty crow. You know, the example when, when we read, I think it's in Aesop's Fables, that how he was thirsty and how he's wondering what to do and suddenly his eyes go on a jug, but the water is right on the bottom. He doesn't know. He doesn't have a long enough uh, uh, beak to drink it. So he saw a bunch of pebbles. He went one by one. He brought them and the water rose up and he was able to quench his thirst. It's not a matter of truth or untruth of the story. It's the lesson which is important to learn from there. That when we pray, seek help, new insights appear in my mind. We implement them and help them to learn and grow and move on in our lives. And like that, there are so many stories in these books, you know, Aesop Fables and you name it all, even nursery rhymes. Uh, you know, when you say Humpty Dumpty sat on a, um, I forgot the, the hymn itself. But what are they talking about is how the proud person, you know, when he's arrogant and acting like that, they fall, go to pieces, you know, still there are people who are kind enough to put them together. Mm. Even the wonder in the sky, twinkle, twinkle, little star, looking at all those things, they are wonderful lessons that how around us there's a beauty, how around us nature, how around we can reflect. Even if we are hurting or we are short of money and still we can have joyful things mm. coming out of this realization. Yeah. And what I'm learning right now with you is that when we have that mind of or heart open for gratitude and willing to see a lesson instead of a punishment, then also creativity can flow. Then you can come up with ideas and and find solutions. You're not stuck in the negative and like hitting your head against a wall. You are open and you're there to learn and you see possibilities instead of Uh, uh, pain and suffering and, and you, you're trying to rise above the stressful situation and, and find solutions yeah and, and your mom like oh my god I was gonna cry it is so beautiful how she was able to channel your your hyperactive energy into using your brain and learning something new instead of punishing you for being hyperactive she knew exactly that mm -hmm. you can you can channel this energy and create something with it and this is like very very beautiful little story that you shared with us there thank you as she was uh, i was eternally grateful to her uh, the older i got the more appreciation i developed by mother's ingenuity and the way she did things with me. And I used to point out to her, she used to say, 
Son, I don't remember. I don't remember anymore. She was like 97 years old when she passed away in D.C. Surely my younger brother. I said, Mother, you don't remember why I do. I wouldn't be the way I am if you hadn't put all your uh, uh, love and affection and care and teaching in me. You grown me. And then I use those skills to help my siblings pass down to them. Yeah. Yeah. And to my friends and neighbors and other people. And in my practice, when I became a professional, I said, source of all is you. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. I used to tell her. Hmm? Oh, this is so beautiful. I met a person the other day and this person went through a lot of pain, health struggles um, in her life. And I feel she has a hard time. Like now she's she's very wise and takes really good care of her body and is very healthy. But all the lessons that she learned along her way, she has a hard time to share with people. And I feel sometimes we went through so much pain, so much suffering that we see other people have it better. Um, other people are not suffering like we do. And we have the tools, we have the ability to make them suffer less, but we think they have to learn it themselves. And I have a problem with that because I feel if I have the wisdom, if I have the tools, then I should give it to the other person and, and not judge if they have it easier or not. Do you understand exactly. what I want to say? Yeah. yeah, I do. And I concur with you. And I... I You know, our disabilities are blessings in disguise too. Like, for example, I not only had that hyperactivity problem, I had other problems too. Like, for example, I have a sense, poor sense of orientation. When the GPS came, that was a great blessing for me. I, I used to get lost with my directions. And um, then I had a problem with my right and left, uh, you know, orientation. And I have a color blindness. But all those things, although they seem shortcoming on the surface, but they were actually really blessings for me when I look back into them. Mm -hmm. You know what kind of blessings? It made me uh, ask people for help. It mm -hmm. made gave me the courage instead of withdraw, being withdrawn and uh, um, uh, and grieve about it. I will say, you know, I don't understand. Could you guide me here, please? Mm -hmm. And I guided the same way other people when opportunity came and all that, because someone else had helped me too. So in other words, you know, we can uh, brood about our short, so by calling them shortcoming, shortcoming, or we can say this is the way it is. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to stay that way. We can modify the situation by mustering courage and by using the God-given skills to us to move on in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, like a child is born with a hair lip, or with a, some kind of deformities. Uh, well, we don't know why this happened and all, all kinds of theories are there. But what we know is that child needs help. So there's a, all kinds of help available, including surgery if necessary to fix their problems. But there was a time that nothing was available uh, when I started my career as a physician. But later on, so many developments take, took place and all that. So... If we continue to move on instead of brooding about why it happened, but it's start 
to learn that's the way reality is, how to fix it and move on, mm -hmm. then we can improve the society, change the world. Because mm. no one knows answers for everything. But mm. we do know certain things need to be fixed. Instead of waiting someone else to do, why don't I start at my level? Mm. And then have more associates to do it and encourage others to do it. That's the philosophy of life. Uh, and that again comes from my spiritual background with Guru Nanak, you know, where he's always emphasized. He said, it doesn't matter what your religion is. You know, you can be anything. He said, your actions speak louder than the words. And the what's important is act. You can call yourself whatever you want, but that's just a verbal situation. You have to move on further. You can call that I love God with everything and all that, but where is the God? You don't see him. You don't. You are God's creation. Go and work in the creation, whichever way you like, whether you're gardening or whether helping or whatever. So he said, you actions, actions is the one which is going to make a difference in your life, not just uh, uh, being paranoid or talking about, I don't have this and that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Ah, this is so beautiful and, and critical to hear for many, many people. I mean, COVID the whole pandemic like brought so much pain and misery into the world and to see that they can be good uh, coming out of this and, and there can be solutions found and new cre uh, communities created. And, and I, I really like how you, uh, you look at yeah, your perspective on life and love. Um, it is very inspiring. I have one last question for you. you. If um, all your work, all our videos here were to be deleted and it's your last day of your life and you have a piece of paper and a pen, what would be the words that you want to, or the lessons or the wisdom that you would like to share um, with the world before you leave? I would say thank you for this life of my maker and thank you for being part of your creation and opportunity to participate in this cosmic play. And all the gifts you have given to me, you have made it possible for me to use to help myself, my family and the people around. So I'm very grateful. And rest of my life, whatever is left, please continue the same blessing on. So that I leave in this world in gratitude to you and to the society in which I've uh, been raised, doing something for them instead of just living for me. Mm. This is so beautiful. Thank you so much for you. sharing your deep wisdom with us here and, and for making the time. And it's, uh, it's very inspiring for people to hear what you have to say, because we can apply it right away. We don't have to, we can buy books and, and read about gratitude, but we can apply it right now, right here in our lives with our family, with our friends, with strangers And um, I love the simplicity in it. I love how easy it is and easily accessible. 
and how how we can feel it comes from the heart your message comes from the heart so deep gratitude for you here my friend thank you for being here and uh, I feel we will do a new episode here sometime soon in the summer or maybe in fall thank you for this chance to have a conversation with you and be able to uh, reach to your audience uh, for me uh, gratefulness gratitude is the key to uh, personal satisfaction and good life yeah. and to perpetuate it that way thank yeah. you thank you bye 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 bye